Welcome, this is Gary DePaul with Unlabeled Leadership, Episode 0, Beginning the Journey. Episode 1 will be published January 5th, 2021. With that in mind, let's get started. I'm about to share with you why I'm doing podcasting now, and I'm going to share with you why this title, Unlabeled Leadership, and then I'm going to get into what to expect in upcoming episodes, or like, you know, what's the format and how's it going to work. Before I do that, I want to take you back to 1938 and tell you about someone named Eugene Power. Eugene Power created a business right out of graduate school, of all things, and called it University Microfilms. What he did was record the... Uh, I guess, documents from the British Museum. They paid him to do this, and he actually did it out of a funeral home, uh, rented two rooms there. And later, the OSS, I think it's the Office of Strategic Services, they hired him during World War II to do filming of the maps and European newspapers, I guess, to archive them. But later, this is why I want you to know about Eugene Power is that he discovered a niche in microfilming, dissertations particularly. Back then, to graduate with a doctorate, you had to publish, and publishing means you had to publish it yourself, which was pretty expensive. What Power offered was an alternative, just microfilming is much cheaper, or was much cheaper at the time, than traditional publishing. Here's, here's what happened. He, the Library of Congress, they made him the official, not him himself, his company, the official U.S. offsite repository for these types of dissertation. Now, his business grew, and it became something called ProQuest the, with the name change. And if you go to their website, ProQuest.com, you can do a search for all sorts of stuff. You'll find things like trade journals, scholarly journals, historical periodicals, wire feeds, working papers. I can go on and on. But what you can do is do a search for books. And that's why I did. I went on the website and searched for the term leadership just with books within the last 12 months. And I came up with 36,024 titles just the last 12 months. I also searched for management, came up with 52,413, and for the heck of it, I searched communication, came up with 57,072. But just the, I don't know, play around, I searched books in the last 12 months that had something to do with Dragon and came up with 19,398. So you have a large diversity of books there. If you go to Amazon and you do a leadership search for the last uh, 90 days, you'll, it'll come up and it'll say more than 20,000 available. If you do it for the last 30 days, more than 10,000. And if you just search the coming two, you'll find more than 2,000. <laughs> you know, if I had known all this, I probably wouldn't have bothered writing the leadership books I wrote. But I wrote them, and they're out there with the thousands and thousands of other leadership books. Well, here's something that's interesting. If you do a search for leadership podcasts, I've only been, for me, I only found about 30 of them. There just weren't that many. There may be 
Oh, of the ones I didn't find, let's say there's 40, 50, something like that, which is a tiny fraction of the 36,000 plus leadership books published in the last 12 months, according to ProQuest. That got me thinking about Eugene Power. He discovered that niche microfilming dissertations. And now I'm thinking, well, maybe I could get my niche doing leadership podcasts and offer something unique. About a month ago, when I was kicking around the idea, I got a message from Andy Hibble. Andy's one of the founders of HigherEdJobs.com. Like Power Finding a Niche in Microfilming Dissertations, Andy, his company is all about posting jobs in the academic field. It's one of the few places you can go and find academic jobs. Well, Andy left me a message, and he said, well, let me let you hear what he said. Hi, Gary. It's Andy. Just wanted to uh, let you know I think you should do a podcast on leadership. I think you'd be great at it. And uh, if you do it, I'd love to be your first guest. Andy and I met on a Zoom call, and we kind of figured out the details of how to do this podcast thing. He even is, I think he's responsible for the name Unlabeled Leadership. And Andy's going to be my first guest, episode one, when it comes out, which will be, well, I'll tell you about it in a minute. Part one, why this name? Why Unlabeled Leadership? You don't have to read too many articles, blogs, books about leadership to realize experts love terminology. They love using labels to describe leadership. They even brand their leadership. You have situational leadership, servant leadership, transactional leadership, transformational leadership. There's all these different types. And then there's styles. Apparently, you're supposed to use a style in a situation and a different one in another situation. It gets really confusing. I, I want to give you one example. There's one expert, I won't bother saying who it is, who was really down on servant leadership, said it was awful and this terrible thing. And when he described what he meant by servant leadership, it didn't sound like servant leadership. Then he said, well, forget servant leadership, start using human-centered leadership. That's what you need to use. He described it, and it sounded like servant leadership. What that expert did was convince me, you really don't need these labels. But it's not just labels of leadership, it's leadership itself as a label. Experts can't even agree on what leadership means, what the definition is. I like to say there's no ISO 9000 standard for leadership. I'm also amazed at how experts try to explain the difference between leadership and management. Try this. Go to your search engine and search videos for called leadership versus management. The way these experts describe the two is just, I don't know, it, it, it makes no sense. It's confusing. It's kind of crazy. The problem is, is that many experts blend leadership and management together rather than trying to separate them. What I've tried to do in my books and in my blogs is get down to what the behaviors are and the intent behind the behaviors and describe them that way. And that's what I'm trying to do with this podcast. When you listen to the show, 
You're going to hear from me and guests talking about examples of leadership. What does it look like? How do you experience it? And what can you do to improve how you practice leadership? That's my first goal. My second goal is to give you something that you can immediately begin using, some concepts, some actions that you take away with. Otherwise, why listen to the show, you know? With those two goals for the show, I think that you and I can become better at leadership. We'll become better practitioners, which is what I want for people listening like you. Part two, what to expect. My intent is to have two formats for the shows. The first format happens on Tuesdays and Thursdays. This is where I bring in a guest, like I said before, someone who's a practitioner who's in the field. For example, it could be a VP, a director, a manager, individual contributor, maybe a CEO. If it is, it'll be for a smaller company. The idea is not to bring in experts, but to have conversations with practitioners. Each episode will have three parts. In part one, I'll ask the guest to share something that someone said that changed her or his life in some way. For example, I had a conversation with Jim Hill, one of my colleagues, right after I left my corporate job, and I was trying to decide what to do, how I was going to, was I going to go back into corporate wor- the corporate world, or would I go out on my own? And he said, if you're going out on the own, what are you thinking of doing? Well, I was thinking of starting out with some subcontracts and develop, eventually develop my own contracts. He said to me, Gary, think big. Those two words changed the way I thought about what I was going to do on my own as an entrepreneur. What Jim really meant was don't get trapped in hourly work, getting paid $50 an hour, $75 an hour, or worse, $35 an hour doing instructional design or something like that. But he, he was trying to get at all my expertise as a as a performance consultant in the years, the 16 years I've had in corporate America, and really leveraged that to be able to help a lot of people. Because of what he said, that triggered me to think about writing books. And I ended up writing two leadership books since I left corporate America. There's an example of something someone said that changed the direction of my career. That's part one. Part two I'm going to ask the guest to tell one, maybe two stories if we can do it. Our conversation about the story will begin with what, what what was the opportunity, what was going on, or if there was a problem, what happened, and then what resulted from that. Part of the conversation will be about the intent of the leadership behaviors and also try to identify some of the underlying principles that guided the leadership behaviors. That's part two. Part three we'll have the guests say something that we can begin doing to better our leadership and how we practice, some type of a takeaway. For example, the guests can challenge us to write thank you notes, handwritten thank you notes, and send them to people over a period of time. You know, that's a really simple uh, example, but just to give you an idea, it's something you can immediately begin doing. And that's format one. For the second format, it's a little bit different. These will be on Wednesdays, and most of them will be just me talking, although I will occasionally have guests to help out. 
For the Wednesday shows, I'll talk about some leadership belief, an underlying principle, a concept, even a traditional assumption that people make that's not healthy. After that, I might have a second part where I unlabel a term. For example, I might explain what authentic leadership is or the intent behind it, the behaviors around it. Another example is defining or explaining what psychological safety is or even what a a certain bias is, like in-group, out-group, and what that concept's about. My intent is to give you some knowledge that will help you understand your culture better and how to work with your teams better. Those are the two formats that I'm going to be using. The shows will be Tuesday, Thursday, and then again on Wednesday for the second format. If you're interested in doing more than just being a listener and you want to participate, be a guest, let me know. You can email me at gary at garyadepaul.com. That's gary at g-a-r-y-a-d-e-p-a-u-l.com. That's all for episode zero. You can go to garyadepaul.com and sign up for the newsletter to get notices about upcoming episodes and current ones that are published. You can also find Unlabeled Leadership on Twitter, Facebook, soon on LinkedIn. There will be a company page called Unlabeled Leadership that will be available probably in January. Thank you for listening.